Hi everyone and welcome to the Rugby Elim podcast. Rugby Elim is a multicultural community of passionate Christians who have experienced the transforming power of Jesus in their lives. We believe Jesus has called us to bring his life, love and hope to every nation and generation. To find out more about us and our upcoming groups and gatherings, please visit rugbyelim.org. UK. Or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to our second podcast in this series of difficult sayings of Jesus when we're asking, Jesus said what? And today we're considering the command, be a servant. But before we get into that, I wanted to share an amusing comment I saw on Facebook last week. You may remember a few weeks ago we spoke on the significance of the Ascension when Jesus returned to heaven. Well, last Thursday was Ascension Day and someone posted on Facebook, Ascension Day is the day we celebrate Jesus returning to working from home. I thought that was quite amusing. I also thought it was theologically quite profound. Think about it. But back to today's topic, be a servant. Most of us are not familiar with servants, but it's not so long ago in our society that many people were either servants or had servants. But it's no longer a very popular career path. I'm not sure it ever was. James and John were two brothers in Jesus' group of followers. And their mother asked Jesus to give her son special positions of honour in heaven. Most parents naturally want the best for their kids, to see their children advanced, promoted and honoured. But our desires for our children's advancement must be held in check as we pray God's will to be done in their lives. In Matthew 27:56, the mother of James and John was at the cross when Jesus was crucified. Some have suggested she was even the sister of Mary, the mother of Jesus. Maybe such a close relationship prompted her to make this request for her sons. Her request is in such contrast with the self-sacrifice that Jesus described when he told them that he would be delivered over to chief priests and the teachers of the law, that they would condemn him to death, hand him over to the Gentiles, and be mocked, flogged, and crucified. What a contrast with this self-seeking of his followers. The right and left are positions of honour in the kingdom of heaven, and they wanted those for themselves. James, John and their mother failed to grasp Jesus' teaching on rewards that we receive by giving and that eternal life is equally available to all. They failed to understand the suffering they must face before living in the glory of God's kingdom, that they too may face suffering and a painful death like Jesus did. Both James and John would, in fact, face great suffering. James was put to death for his faith. He was the first of the twelve disciples to be martyred. And in his later years, John suffered persecution and was exiled 
and according to tradition, he was also martyred. Jesus said he couldn't grant their request and showed that he was under the authority of his Father, who alone makes such decisions in heaven. Understandably, the other disciples were upset with James and John for trying to grab the top positions in heaven, probably because they wanted them. But Jesus taught them that the greatest person in God's kingdom is to be the servant of all. Jesus himself provided the highest standard of service in his willingness to die for us. Authority is given not for self-importance or respect, but so that we can give useful service to God and his creation. Too often we follow the ways of the world which Jesus speaks of being demonstrated by the Gentiles lording it over the people. This is in sharp contrast to the practice of servanthood that Jesus expects from his disciples. Jesus described discipleship from a new perspective. Instead of using people, we're to serve them. Jesus' mission was to serve others and to give his life away. A follower of Jesus is to have a servant's heart. Servants appreciate others' worth and realise that they're not above any job. If you see something that needs to be done, don't wait to be asked to do it. Take the initiative. Do it like a faithful servant. And Jesus models the service that he expects from the disciples. A ransom was the price paid to release a slave from bondage. Jesus often told his disciples that he must die, but here he tells them why, to redeem all people from the bondage of sin and death. The disciples thought that as long as Jesus was alive, he could save them. But Jesus revealed that only his death would save them and the world. And in his death, he gives a supreme demonstration of his servant leadership. So as followers of Jesus, we are to be servants, not lording it over others. We may have positions of responsibility, we may have authority, but our role is that of a servant. Just think for a moment of the motivation for servant-hearted disciples. If we have a servant heart, we obey because we want to serve God, not out of obligation. We desire to please God, the audience of one, not because of what others may think of us. We're prepared to do whatever it takes, not, that's not my job. We put God first, doing what he wants us to do, not thinking about putting ourselves first. We act with humility rather than pride. We seek to glorify God rather than ourselves. We are called to demonstrate the same servant-heartedness that Jesus expected from his disciples. It's a high calling. We will mess up. But with God's strength and in the power of the Holy Spirit, we can follow Jesus down this path. 
Thanks for joining me today. Next time, I'll be talking about Jesus' difficult injunction to love your enemies. I hope you'll join me then. Goodbye. Goodbye.